Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Oh, you're a little early. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Customer's Day podcast where we talk about everything and anything in the automotive industry. Is Am I bringing it in today? Apparently you are, but it you're super It was supposed to be early. Jake. Yeah, it was supposed to be Jake. No, nobody nobody told me. Yeah, no. nobody so had time to. Oh, that's right. Wait a minute. Glad you took the I initiative. It's fucking swooped. <laughs> well. <laughs> Bullshit. Who, who are you? Who are you? Wait, no, no. Do, do you know what will make all of us feel better? What's since, that? Uh, this is the second COVID edition of this podcast. This will make you feel better. Ready? Go. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Came. Cheers. That was delicious. Happy Friday, bitches. Happy Friday. We made it through another week. Everybody. This is me. I'm I'm Ali Paul. I'm a warranty administrator. I administrate warranties for both Volkswagen and Mazda. And to my imaginary left today is Jacob Rikus. <laughs> hey, that's you. That's me. I've been exposed to fucking COVID, so. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ali. I'm in, I'm in a dumpy studio apartment in the middle of this town. Um, <laughs> Temecula. Temecula. So my name is Jake Rikus. I'm a service advisor. This and uh, yeah, so I guess to my left, I'm just going to go straight to fucking Kevin, bud. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks. I felt oh like Oh, my I... God, for a one-off spin because he quit this podcast for a reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just uh, I saw the couch. It looked depressingly low because you guys aren't here. And so I felt like I had to throw Mike into the pool, you know? Literally. I see what yeah. you did there. I made sure you didn't have a cell phone, though. <laughs> it's waterproof. It's fine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. 
Kevin wasn't done with his introduction, so I'm oh, interrupting. I'm done. Yeah, I don't do anything for automotive industry. I <laughs> just talk shit. Him. <laughs> and uh, to my left is the man, the myth, the legend, Eric. What's up, bitches? <laughs> Eric Montenegro here, heavy line technician, Ford Motor Company, four and a half years. And I love it. I love what I do. But guess what, guys? What? What? What, what fuckers? What? We have a surprise for all of you. Is, what what, what okay. kind of surprise is that? We have a special guest this week. He won the contest. Very, very special guest. He did win the contest. Mm-hmm. He ate the most gummy bears oh, within it? 30 seconds. Yep. Yep. To my left <laughs> is the famous... Norman Glazier. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Norman Glazier coming all the way to you from Canada. <laughs> Except you're in America right now. You're in California, but, you know. <laughs> Here we go. 14 years as an automotive technician. I'm senior master in my... Uh, Small town dealership in western central Alberta, Canada, and I'm here to entertain y'all. <laughs> you made it. You made it. And and how just we're here. Yes, just to appease our audience. How did you get here, Norm? I rode a motorcycle all the way down here. Mm. And how far was that, Kevin? Uh thirteen hundred and fifty miles. Yeah. On a crotch rocket. On our fucking crotch well, rocket. We have we have Canadian listeners, and you, you can give it to us on the metric system. Oh, this is true. A little over 3,000 kilometers, and I drove here on a uh, crotch missile. I need about missile. A crotch missile, <laughs> yes, you're right. God yeah. damn it. A pro-charged super bike. <laughs> his, it'll be another week before his balls drop back out again. That's correct. Probably, <laughs> probably two. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to like... Phantom ass vibrations. <laughs> that's that's definitely not the the downside. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but to my left, we will oh, continue wait. on with Mike. Uh, hello, guys. My name is Mike Sarah. Can I just uh, say something real quick? Uh, <laughs> anyone else notice how Mike flinched just now? No, he's like to my left. left. He's like oh. <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Mike Sarah. I'm a senior mouse technician. That is my dog, Koa. To his Um, left. uh, Yeah, actually to my right, I I believe. Um, I'm a senior mass technician at a Ford dealership. And this is Customer States Podcast, where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. I got to say, that's what I appreciate about you. Thanks for that, Allie. Yes, for what? The introduction. For what? So, so actually, kind of first up on our topic board, we have this topic about... Um, a road test that I went on earlier this week, and even though I'm not doing oh, really, yeah, we can't see the topics. Yeah, I know. It I tried says to road test. Hold on, hold on. I'll. I'll uh, oh, uh, I can't. Kevin, can you send a picture to Jake of that, please? Because otherwise, it's going to make a sound on my phone. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Anyway, um, so and Jake, your number is I'm just kidding. <laughs> eight six seven five three zero nine. Oh. God damn you, Tommy Two Tone. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on a road test with a customer earlier this week, and it's you know I told everybody that I'm not road testing for every single little thing, but if it's something in for my department, maybe I'll go out and do it. And they're telling me that they have me uh, go on this road test with this uh, gentleman with an F-150 for he's complaining about like uh, uh, harsh shifts or something like that. So I go out and I introduce myself and he's sitting in the driver's seat and he's got the window like, you know, rolled all the way up, sitting in the service drive and like I'm looking at him like, oh, okay. Oh, man, it's you. 
Hello. So he f- yeah, finally rolls down the window. I start talking to him. I'm like, okay, so what's going on with the vehicle? And he describes me describes to me the concern. And uh, I get to the point where like, okay, well, you know, go ahead and hop out. And then I'll, you know, drive and we can go out for a road test and see what's going on with the vehicle. So uh, he goes to go hop out and he takes his urine container with him. Excuse me? Yes. What? Yes. Awesome. So he takes his urine container with him and goes over to the other side of the vehicle. And you went to grab gloves? Well, I went to go grab the seat cover and the floor mat. Jesus at, you know, and I had the seat cover and the floor mat in there. And I noticed that there was like, it might have been some wet spots on the seat. Mm. So, no. so he, a catheter or he something? was there for a harsh piss, not shifts. <laughs> so, so I put the seat cover and the and the floor mat down, and I feel like okay, you know, I'm just going to go for road test. I'm not going to touch anything else. Just the steering wheel. I'll go back and sanitize immediately. Like whatever, it's okay. It's like super gross, but you know, people have their issues. Fine. So I go to go get into the truck, and it's got it, it's got running boards on it. And as my shin hits the running board, which didn't feel great, but then I realize that the running board is covered in a liquid. Ew. Uh, and I and I can only imagine what the liquid was. Trying not to imagine that. So this uh, is a literal jar of, of we? Yes, yes, yes. Not not like a catheter with no, a lid. No, no, it's a jar that you insert mm-hmm. or you know, whatever into and you yeah make gnarly okay um and then i have to you know i'm already like halfway into the vehicle and i can't stop once i realize that there's liquid on my leg and just saw the piss jug and i'm like okay i put two and two together immediately so i i continue on the road test as drips of urine are dripping down my shin and all i can try and do is like hope that this car either doesn't fuck up or fucks up in like two miles because i'm going back to the dealership and sanitizing immediately And uh, that's exactly what happened is that the vehicle fucked up pretty, you know, pretty rapidly. And uh, I was able to go back to the shop and sanitize myself as best as possible. That's what she and, said. Yeah. That's so gross. Yeah. It was so there was like a piss jug, piss on my leg, and neither of them were mine. It was just, yeah, I not, didn't know you were into good. water sports. I am not. That's, that's the problem. That's brutal. Yeah. I've only found pop <laughs> bottles full of piss on your seats. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've seen like you know, piss jugs and stuff like that. But this is like an actual, like it's a medical, medical event for yeah. like you know, yeah. like you're supposed to be in the hospital using this, thing, yeah, not, not driving and being a Mister Spilly Pants, or coming it. into my dealership complaining about transmission problems. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure people have like issues, but yeah, that was that's great, pretty brutal. Don't start with me. That was fast. <laughs> you came fast. Kev, did you send that over? I sure did. Thank you. Well, yeah. Next topic is me, actually. So I have a friend. I have a friend. Uh, believe it or not. <clears throat> he's Shit got, cutter? Huh? Shit cutter? No. I don't know what that is. Is he me, Eric? Uh, baby, you're more than a friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Allie. Hi. Didn't see you there. Hi, see you there. <laughs> Literally can't if, see if you. If you guys baby. didn't hear before Eric continues, she said he's a ten, but he's got a piss bottle. Ew. Oh, <laughs> ring that bell. That's pretty good. Yeah, it makes him a four. Um, <clears throat> so my friend drives fleet vehicles. His the company he works for, they give him a truck to drive, um, and he's gone through a couple trucks. Um, his last one is actually sitting at a different dealership right now. It's been there for four months now, waiting for a transmission. Um, Those damn transmission technicians. Oh, no, it's not the technician. It's the company. 
they won't shit or get off the pot. So it's sitting mm. there. Um, anyways, so he got into a nice 2016 F250 with a 6.2 liter V8. Um, yeah, that came covered in red mud inside and outside. So he was having AC issues. And um, my friend is a very DIY guy. For those of you who don't know, let's do it yourself. And he's very technologically savvy. Thank you, Eric. He knows... <laughs> He knows vehicles very well. He knows all kinds of cars and he does his own shit for the most part. You know, he'll research. And so he did some research and he knew he found about a common issue on these trucks with the evaporator core getting plugged up. Um, so he got the idea in his head to cut a hole in the side of the case and clean the evaporator and see if that would fix his problem. That's so. Fine. Right? It, it's fine. It's totally fine. It's okay. Is that warranty? Is though? <laughs> no, this truck is way out of warranty. That's not warranty. <laughs> Definitely not. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, you cut a really small hole. You get the spray can of whatever it is and stick the nozzle through the hole, right? And clean the evaporator. He got a circular saw bit, uh, probably about two inches wide. And decided he was going to cut a large hole into the side of the case. Well, the plastic on that case isn't very thick at all. And it immediately went through the case um, and uh, through the evaporator core. <laughs> <laughs> and he got a fucking face full of refrigerant. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah, I'm sure he did. He did. Was and he it, wearing his safety squint? He sure as shit oh. wasn't. Oh, PPE? He was not wearing, he was his, not PPE. wearing his PPE. That's weird. He didn't expect to go through the evaporator core. Yeah, well... <clears throat> And um, it, the case actually shattered, and he saved the pieces for That's me. That's what he said. <laughs> He's like, how do I get I this fixed? Yeah. I think you fucking shattered it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his concern was they have a fleet maintenance contract, and he wanted to get it covered somehow because he didn't want to pay for it out of pocket. So uh, we're helping him out, but um, we're just waiting on approval for the claim. But, yeah, don't cut holes in your shit all right it, no matter how talented you are and he's very talented i love you georgie i really do but um yeah no, nothing is fucked here <laughs> <laughs> certainly was sometimes maybe good sometimes maybe shit um I, I believe the next one is yours as well yeah Eric. it was i was a contestant on did, the did show you see, did you see what I, how I how i spelt that i uh, i just thought you were yeah, i, I see that I was a cunt contestant <laughs> on the Sammy show. Uh, hi, Sammy. Sammy. Hi, Sammy. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. <laughs> I don't know who Sam is, but he sounds yeah, like a really she's, she's, she's our warranty war admin. Oh, she. You've heard us rep, rep. You've heard us uh, rep her a few times. Uh, she was rep, on the show. Rep. She was on the show. Yeah. Halloween episode. Yes. 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 Oh, uh, Um. So she texts me the other day. Welcome to the Sammy show. And we're playing Guess Whose Story It Is. <laughs> and she sends me a picture of the RO with the story written. And I was like, I know exactly who that is. And I responded with the name. She's like, yep. I was like, Jesus Christ. And of course, I had her help her fix the story and whatnot. But it was just funny. The things that we, you know, she calls me for. I help her a lot. But anyways, that's so very nice of you to do that. the story just like very specific to the person or was it absolutely terrible and that person consistently does that both 
Thank you. Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> it was specific to the person, and it was absolutely terrible. With it was oh my god. What department was it? Quick service. Mm. And just to be clear. Sorry, that was my bad. That was a terrible. No worries. The, uh, the the so quick service is your oil change. No, no. no quick service is our electrical AC interior department. Yeah, anything with like sync programming. So or... none of that stuff is quick. So that's the oxymoronic. <laughs> it is. It is a giant oxy oxymoron. Back in the day, it, yeah. it used to be like window switches and regulators and stuff like that. So what again is your oil change is called? Just straight lube. Lube. Yeah, lube department. Okay. We don't have a quick lane. Yeah. With lucky you, because they are the bane of a regular technician's existence. And I can I imagine. Regular technician by people who do not specialize. Yeah. Which we'll get into later, I'm sure. But mm. uh, yeah, do not, if you are in a Ford dealership Come. and you are a person who is a all-around technician, so one tech, one RO style technician, the quick lane will rob you blind. It will pick your pocket, take all the cash out of your wallet, and run up your credit cards, and they'll give it back to you and tell you you're lucky to have a wallet still. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> quick lubes are the devil. Quickly. That should lead us in right into shop politics, actually. <laughs> yeah, very nicely. Yeah. So that's you, Norm. Well, shop politics. Uh, politics are one thing that no matter what, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> no matter what you're, uh, you're into, politics are divisive. And most people, no matter what side of the question you're on, don't like to deal with politics. They just like to live their life and be left alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. And politics being mostly to do with wealthy people who can, who can pay to afford, afford to pay to fix their vehicles, but then don't because they're wealthy and people want to kiss up and suck up and give them free things while people who need help get thrown under the bus because they're not, uh, their family isn't important enough to be catered to. And it's extremely frustrating for someone who's in the business like myself. I, I'm good at mechanics. I'm good at what I do. I've been doing it for 14 years and I do it because I like to help people repairing vehicles helps people and it gives me a sense of satisfaction to solve a uh, complex problem. Right. Amen. Right. And then when you can't help somebody because they're not important enough or your boss is going to take your RO and charge people an exorbitant amount of money because their last name isn't one of the big three in your town. It's frustrating. Jesus. That's not fair. That's no, not right. No, it's terrible. <clears throat> and you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Give your balls a tug, tit fucker. <laughs> and that, that leads me to doing quite a bit of side work, which leads to politics again, because, well, now I'm robbing the shop blind because... Fuck them. Yeah. Well, your shop has an interesting setup as far as the fact that you're allowed to, like, um, you were explaining to me the other night, like, you're allowed to do uh, certain hours on Thursday, I think it was. You're allowed to work on your own personal vehicles, pretty much like whatever you want to do. Well, we, we had a shop night we had, and, and yeah. people took advantage of the shop night. So we used to be able to, <laughs> at the close of the night, you used to be able to bring in yourself or your family's vehicles and do repairs or oil changes. And the shop was yours to use, uh, freely for, from 5 PM to 8 AM the next day. Right. Oh, wow. So you could use the shop at your will, but then we had people who were bringing in and running their own quick lube out of the shop using shop supplies without ROs, stealing oil, stealing filters, Oof. 
and uh, basically I'm running. sorry. Was that expensive piece? Sure yeah. So then, of course, th- they didn't fire the guy for that, which we could probably get into that story a little bit later. Oh, they fired him for something else. <laughs> that, that, that guy, that guy's got a story behind him. Uh, hey, John, fuck you. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about it. So, uh, yeah, we, we lost our shop privileges. I'm still the foreman, so I have a key to the whole shop. I still do my own thing whenever I feel like it. But uh, leading into the shop foreman thing, Mike's been having some real troubles with his uh, wages and time and how it's spent and how it's compensated for. I am officially the uh, leader in training and discipline and process for our discipline. quickly. I love nice. that. Discipline. So, yeah. I support I, uh, that. Discipline. I'm a flat rate technician still. Spank me, daddy. The senior master. Ooh, <laughs> I do one repair, one RO, and I dedicate myself to doing a good job. But I'm also in charge of making sure that the kids don't strip lug nuts and cross thread things and Ugh. break spark plugs off or drop them on the ground before they install them. No other dugger. And I've I've got what I think is a reasonable compensation package for that. Which is? Well, I get paid 1.5 hours a day on top of my flat rate. No matter what, every day that I'm present, I get 1.5 hours a day to answer questions and provide guidance. Nice. And if anything requires an actual repair, like say they break a wheel key off yeah, using impacts like they shouldn't, or it's been impacted several times and they break it off using a uh, 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 regular hand tool, then I get a line added and I punch onto it and I get paid a flat rate to extract broken lug nuts or nice. repair threads That's, or okay. do the okay. job. So I get paid to do the repair and then I also get paid to provide guidance on how to not do that again or prevent it from happening in the first place. Don't use impacts on those. <laughs> yeah, they are they are made of cheese or glass, yeah. and neither of those things are good. I, I, I try to explain that to our lube techs. I tell them all the time, I'm telling you the right way how to do this. You leave that vehicle on the ground, and you crack all of those loose by hand with a large ratchet, and then you can use your impact to take it off. And if I hear it, it off, you're yeah. Not, yeah. If I hear it impact, you didn't get it loose enough with right. the breaker bar first. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And some people are great. Like I have some really good trainees. I have some guys that I trust. I don't have to watch them. They ask me one question a day. Then I have guys that I'm pretty sure have reading comprehension issues. Yeah. (laughs) You know, they, they have pictures. Oh, oh, yeah. That's that's really generous of you calling them techs. Yeah. 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 When you, when you can't read a sentence. Yeah. Tech stands for technically they work here. Yeah. Well done. Hashtag sell the bell. Very good. (laughs) There you are harassing us. There he is. (laughs) Kevin Waters harassing the automotive industry since 2005. (laughs) What I'm I'm getting from this, Norm, is you are a professional unfucker. Yes. Yes, I I professionally unfuck things. Are you guys silly? I'm still going to send it. In the process, as, as some people have read my stories, sometimes feelings get hurt. Oh, well. <laughs> Time to stop being little bitches. Give your balls and tug, you tit fuckers. <laughs> Speaking so we, of liabilities. Yeah, we can move on to that. Oh, this is, this is my... I can't wait. I've been waiting a week for this. <laughs> oh, uh, I think I'm going to get some, like, sneak peeks on this as well. So we, uh... Like how we touched on it last week with the uh, 
with the liability, Mr. Ugga all that. Why, why you Backing into to fucking <laughs> Today, trucks. Junior? Right, backing into cars, everything, the whole nine yards. So did I, and I can't remember, Mike, Eric, did I touch on the fact I said how he just peeled out of the dealership? I was just about to ask. That's the one that took off and peeled out, right? Yes. Yeah. So okay. that's the one. So bottom of the line, we, we have not officially been able to fire him. Did he show and up back the, to work the next day? But, but why not? Still, he has still not showed back up to work, and it has been a week tomorrow. So he has to show back up to be officially let go? Correct. So California... You do? Correct. So California and their lovely labor laws is they have to show up and be given their letter of resignation or be handed their last check before you can officially be fired, even though you're no longer on payroll. Okay. So as soon so, as he peeks his little, his little head around the corner, he's goner. It, so what it, if he never does? Then we mail it to him. There's a certain time. So why don't they How long do you have to wait? I, I honestly, I do not know. I mean, it, but, does, it so, doesn't matter if you, if, if you if you you know disappear from your job for a week or two without any notice. How do you do that? For, I, I, for I'm sorry. Or I don't understand that. Like, I got bills to pay. How the fuck do you just take random time off without getting paid? He probably already had another job lined up. <laughs> Still, that's I like, know. I, I doubt that very, very highly unless he, oh, really? I don't know, went into demolition. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently he was very no. good at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there are so people, the, though. So the official update is he has been laid off. His tools are still there. His jacket, clothes. He'll be back at some point. Place. Right. And then the, the other thing is why we're holding his check is because he still has company property. He's got his uniform, so we can withhold. Which costs so much money. Which it costs a lot of money. We, yeah, we can withhold his check until he returns. Those are Hugo Boss, right? Or we can, huh? Those are Hugo Boss, right? <laughs> are you guys Hilfiger oh, at this yeah, point? It's Volkswagen. So. Yeah. No, no, that's the Mazda well, side. Uh, oh, Mazda. Oh, Mazda's Hilfiger and, and, and Volkswagen is Hugo Boss. Give, to give an idea, just these past couple of months. Little like SS he, on the collar has cost the dealership i would probably say nice. somewhere around <laughs> six to seven thousand dollars jesus holy smokes that's the yeah, two cars so, he he damaged right what was that that was the two vehicles he damaged well no well, so this is two of them two of the many because <laughs> you because you mentioned that like they happened a week apart or something like that yeah they happened about a week apart but for the past couple of months He's probably damaged uh, three to five cars, you know, fucked up a few repairs, this whole thing, you know. That old chestnut. (laughs) The liability has been lifted. Yay. You guys can work in peace now. I mean, but doesn't that put you... Doesn't that put so, you guys behind or whatever? Like now you're down a tech oh, or whatever. Okay, oh, well, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Norm just did the air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How many texts did you have today? So you guys want to hear some fucked up shit? Yeah. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> okay. So as of Tuesday, I have been working with two certified technicians in the Luby. <laughs> And how many appointments do you generally have a day? And generally we have in upwards of 35. Right now we're limited to 25 and we're still screwed. 
and 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 it gets better it gets better tomorrow well technically today i apologize today i had one certified tech and one luby for my oh, whole entire my shop God. nothing is fucked here yeah that is absolutely not and 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 but waves are all 100 percent understanding. We've got fuel pump recall going on right now, and I only have one technician to do it. Oh, and it's fine. Out, and I have so many of those sitting on my desk. Oh. A week's worth of shit sitting and, on my desk and, when man, I come back from is my. Fuck here. <laughs> nothing is fucked here. Nothing is And and more to make Allie's life actually more enjoyable. You know what Mazda decided to do for the uh, fuel pump recall with filing those recalls? Mm. What? She has to scan everyone. No, they have removed them from the missed recall count. Oh, yeah, because probably they can't pe- procure parts properly, so then they remove it from the recall. Correct. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's good, though. Yeah, yeah. isn't that yeah. a good thing? Yeah. Only, only until the end of August. Because I only have seven days, not seven business days, seven days to claim uh, any recall uh, claims. So I've been gone. Claim any for... recall claims, guys. You know, claim, claim the claims of the recall claims. Claims. Claim, claim the claim claims. Um, uh, phrasing. <laughs> claim the clam. Mm. Claim the clam. Claim <laughs> uh, <prank> him, John. <laughs> what is God's holy name? Are you blathering about? Your ears perked up, yeah. didn't they? Um. Okay. So yeah, that's gonna be exciting. So Allie, why are you off of work? Um, because I have the COVID go. I'm gonna come. Um, She's got the COVID yeah, monster. I come. I have the COVID, um, <clears throat> but I tested negative for the past two days, so That's I only tested positive for one day. But so I texted my boss every single day. I've been texting her, the office manager, and she hasn't said anything. I've basically just said, "Hey, you know." Still feeling shitty, tested negative, still feeling shitty. Okay, I'm feeling better today. Uh, can I come back to work on, on Friday? And she just sends, she has not sent me anything back this whole time. Just radio silence. silence. My, my service manager has checked on me every single day. Also, we had an audit. I should have added that. Oh, yeah, that's right. How did that I go? I got the results of the audit. How did that go? Um, so I'll finish this really quick and then I'll tell you about the audit. So basically, um, she just sends back, see you Monday. No, she just goes Monday. Oh yeah, that's it. All of my texts, so in the text bay, is like five texts of me updating her each day. Yeah. This last text was, so can I come in tomorrow? And she just said Monday. And that's it. That was it. Jesus. She seems like a nice lady. She um, is. The thing is, is that she is a really nice person, person to person, but some days are shit days for her, and some days are great days for her. Seems like, like the past week was a shit day for her. Well, if you're missing um, one of your key employees, it turns your, your whole world upside down. Yeah, sometimes yeah, maybe yeah, good, sometimes sure, maybe shit. Sure, yeah. That's why I don't think I've heard from her as much. Like, I don't think I matter to her, because really the only thing that matters is that I get the accounting in. For my service manager, it matters because he wants his money. But, and he's, he might be a little bit of a nicer person. Mm-hmm. She, she should be but, able to recognize your usefulness to the entire company and not be so self, you know, 
looking down the tunnel at, at you for that position that she does for you. I mean, that's seems... so. There are days with her where she is a peach, just an absolute angel, and other days she acts like you stole money from the company, but really she's just in a bad mood. So that's what I took today. You can't. I can't take anything personally from her because how often she gets in that attitude, I would hate my job. Mm. So, you know, oh, Sharon's in a bad mood, mood right now. Oh, well. Like, yeah. Day, Ultimately. Tomorrow, and... she'll be in a better mood. Show it to the camera, Jake. Jake's going to show some artwork to the camera really quick, so definitely be watching my, Michael, on YouTube. Michael won't get to see this until afterwards. Mm. Great. How did the okay, audit go, Allie? There, see, Kevin? Oh, I see it. I see it real hard. So, the audit. You guys, the audit, was, I got everything ready, then I got sick. So, my service manager had been texting back and forth with me, like, how it was going. And uh, apparently, we got a $10,000 debit, which is about $9,000 more than we usually get debited in our past audits. Nice. So, that hurt a little bit. But uh, yeah. apparently... Um, what I have been telling our service manager about how I feel that technicians are milking warranty diagnosis times. Apparently I was correct because all of that money got debited. Wow. So, so this is where you guys don't, I don't know. You can't remember what you guys call your MT time, but you have undefined times for diag that you can yeah. use and you, your guys are doing too much of that. Yeah. So basically there's three different kinds of diag time. There's like actual time, which is if something goes wrong, like if you have to tap out or like, what is that what it's called? It's called like a, a if a bolt gets stuck or whatever. And yeah, extract to, a broken bolt. Yeah, like it's yeah, a, a extraction thing. Extract a um, phrasing. Um, that is actual time. Then there's technical check, which is any diagnosis that you have to do, like checking something. And then there's GFF, which is the actual scan tool. And now Volkswagen can see everything that the scan tool downloads into like the cloud. And they're looking way more into it than they used to. So um, they're doing that. And I said, hey, you guys, they're gonna start looking into it more. And they did, and then we got debited. So, but what do I know? What you guys, <laughs> what do I know? Hey, you're just you know, a warranty admin. Yeah, the ovaries cancel out a lot. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> oh my um, God. You can't spell overreacting without ovary. Jacob. That is brutal, dude. That's brutal. Not right. that's, that's why they put them on the hood of those ugly trucks they sell over at Chrysler, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um... Well, I'm sure you're going to have a pile of shit to go back to next week. I'm going to have, because no one else does my job at my work, all of the work that I have not done is waiting for me. Mm. Yay. When I get back. You know who Yay. else is waiting for us, though? You know who what? else is waiting for us? Our, sp oh. our sponsors. Our sponsors. Yes, they are. Like, you know one of them? I need about three pretty. I know quite a few of them. I know one. One is Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Wait, hold on. Rewind that. There. Now you can say it. Who who was um, who that, Ali? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Out. Yeah. Uh, right. The other one is Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. 
Yes, we also have Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing supplying us with Justice Brothers products. Thank you, Travis. Give your balls a tug, Titfucker. Nick Lowridge from Matco Tools supplying Matco Tools. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Uh, Norman Glacier from Stovacore Metalworks. He's right here, my <laughs> no, Norm. It's in studio. Yeah, Stovacore Metalworks. Mental. Oh, Dale Follett from Twisted, Twisted Bills, Bills LLC. LLC. We'll be right back. Love you. Love you. Love you. I don't I love, love you me, so but I love fucking you much. <laughs> Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac? Oh. Yum! Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on Facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. <laughs> I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. <laughs> I think I know what that is, but <laughs> I would assume by enormous chuckle. And we're back from break. Is everybody thirsty? Yeah, Let's grab I'm a thirsty. drink. Ooh. I'm so thirsty! Wow. So really? thirsty. And when are we doing this? In three, two, one. Hey. Oh, mine broke. Mm. <laughs> mine broke. Just jam your finger into it. Yeah, like I don't know how to do that. Kevin, hand him that one. Somebody stick their dick no, in it. The one that's in front of you. I'll do it. No, don't throw it at him. I'm sorry. I'm being so. Mm, it broke. It broke, right? Fear incoming? So, so, who was that voice that I, will I heard? Gently, in the I will gently... I got it. Is that okay, Mike? It's fine. Let me see. Let me see if this one opens. Hold that, on. That, is that okay, Father? Oh. Okay, we're good. I'm open. Mine pine fear. Nice. Pine fear. What was that sound that played, Norm? What was that? That was one of the uh, indoctrination songs we play at our schools at the beginning of the day. Who's we? <laughs> Is that Canadians? Yeah. Mm. Played where the snow never leaves. Mm. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> this this heat wave might be causing some igloos some trouble, though. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, uh, you thank know, you to all our sponsors. Yes. Thank you to all of our wonderful sponsors. <laughs> we really appreciate you. Nick Hi, Lowers, Travis. Matico Tools, Travis Ferris, Hit Distributing, Spine Justice Brothers Products, mm-hmm. Ray Moon from El Rancho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. We already did Dale that. Right. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Norm. Norman. Those Glacier. are words. Let's get to know Norm. All right. Well, I am from a Midwestern Alberta dealership, small town. Where is Alberta no, no, no. in relation to the U.S.? It is directly no, above no. Montana. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I've been in the industry professionally for 14 years. I came into the industry green in 2008, uh, mostly because the transmission technician at the local Ford dealership could not train any of the current generation of people. He refused. They were all lazy and worthless. Mm. And uh, I actually applied right. at my dealer two years before I got hired. 
<laughs> and they, they ran out of prospects to train and they, uh, they brought me in. And, uh, so you were the lost cause. I was brought in to be specifically the transmission technician's replacement. So I got right into heavy line work, I think is what you guys call it. Yeah. Engines. Engines. Engines, transmissions. And, uh, yeah, I did my whole apprenticeship through asset. So I did my four year apprenticeship and three years through the Canadian asset program at, uh, SAIT in Calgary, which is the best school you could possibly go to in the country. Where was that? Calgary. Calgary. I just want to know how to pronounce it properly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear Calgary. it in the native tongue. <laughs> Calgary. And uh, yeah, that's it. I've been, I've, I've do everything in the shop, including the shop foreman. I do electrical. I'm, I'm fairly, fairly good at electrical. I am the quick lane foreman. I do not uh, interact with the other journeymen. I mean, we are all sociable and, and nice to one another. We loan tools and we give assistance and lifts when needed, but we do also use our apprentices as, uh, an involuntary labor force. And, uh, they, but they're, child labor force. That's right. <laughs> when they can put their phones down for three seconds and be bothered to pay attention to what they're being told, then they will preach, push a brother, car in. And, preach, preach. Yeah. I've, Shut up, Michael. I'm looking at the rules to see whether or not we can take their cell phones <laughs> away at the beginning of the day like it's a grade school. We, we had a service that's, manager. That's crazy. That I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Crazy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy that's running the show is a <laughs> ball. Uh, hey, I'm ordering pizza. So. Oh, okay. Oh, right. pizza, what? Continue, continue right well, along. Blank, Deep blank, dish. blank, blank drive. Can yeah. you get Canadian bacon instead of that? <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm quite partial to uh, Canadian bacon and pineapple on, uh, on pizza. He'll yeah, give you some Canadian stuff. sausage if you ask nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it I brought off. some up here, but they tried to confiscate it at the border, and, you know, it didn't oh go well for God. them. God. It's uh, the Schmeek Makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> so, How many texts do you guys have? Makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> Thank you. Right now we have three journeymen. Uh, What's a journeyman? Well, Red Seal technicians. So, guys, we have the Red Seal, and you can be a journeyman without your Red Seal. The difference in Canada being you can pass your exam, but if you pass with less than 80%, you're not a Red Seal tradesman, you're just a tradesman, which means you can only work in the province that you're licensed in. Hmm. So if I pass my exam with less than 80% in British Columbia, I can only legally work in British Columbia. If I pass with 80%, I am Red Seal certified and I can work in any province across Canada. Okay. Interesting. What's a providence? <laughs> no, we're still on technician count. We we have like states, but they're larger and uh, yeah, that's that's about as far think, as I can go I off think the it's top in of my Maine. head. So technician count, we have. Yeah. You said you have three journeymen. Three journeymen in total. One gentleman who's been doing journeyman work, but he's actually not certified at all, and he's now about to retire. He does all our accessory work. Mm. Did, you, did you hear uh, that? I'm about to retire. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a boot. That's racist. And uh, we have one, two, three fourth-year apprentices. So they're each one of them are uh, between twelve and eight months away from becoming journeymen if they pass their tests. Hmm. And the rest okay. are between zero year and third year in our quick lane, which is now up to five uh, young people attempting to see whether or not they have what it takes to pay attention enough to. To do seven things on each vehicle each. Jesus. <laughs> How long do you have to be an apprentice before you can become a journeyman? 
it's uh, there's an hour requirement. I can't remember off the top of my head, but the hour requirement is set what? to uh, be the same as ten months worth of nine to five work days. Mm. So what you're supposed to do is become an apprentice. You get your what we call our blue book. Your blue book has state uh, status, which tells you the various different skills you're supposed to learn in each year of your apprenticeship. So you come into the dealership and we're supposed to pay attention that in the first year you learn lube and tires and brakes. And then when you go to your first year, their supervisor looks at the blue book and says, yes, this person has performed these tasks and they're okay to go to school. They go to school, they come back, they have a new set of tasks that they have to learn to accomplish before they go for second year. Mm. And the hours they're supposed to build up between their first and second year are the 10 months they're not in school. So they have to show up every day to accumulate those working hours. And they also have to be given the tasks to upgrade their skills before they go to the next following year of schooling. Huh, interesting. So by the time they come a fourth year, they should be doing complex tasks. When they get to fourth year, there's much more advanced tasks they're supposed to be doing. They're not supposed to be lubers for four years and then get tossed to the journeyman wolves. Your, your Harry Potter style of like schooling is very like uh, absurd <laughs> to me. And uh, I mean, it's, it's interesting that, uh, that it works for you, but it's like, you know, it's, it seems just so structured. Like I understand that there's a reason for it and, and that, and that, and that it works, but it's like so structured. I feel like, you know, just like tr learning in the field happens more naturally than that. And like, unless you're in like an actual classroom for all of those years, I feel like it's hard to make sure that all the curriculum, quote unquote, is met during the on-the-job training that is occurring. Some yeah, and it, and it never way. works exactly that way. Yeah, like it yeah. almost never works. Like I and I went through asset with guys who were lifelong lubers, and by fourth year they just failed out. So it's it's not a perfect program because the people who are sending them through their apprenticeship have to care enough to challenge them enough for them to learn enough to get through. The, the system and that's and that's the downfall like I went through asset with my buddy Ryan and he was a journeyman in Utah when he got to Alberta cock fell off the table <laughs> we'll get to that cock later uh, when he came to Alberta he was a journeyman in Utah and when he came here he took his uh, I want to say it's it's cranberry Cranberry University or whatever Cranberry you call it. UTI? <laughs> UTI. So he, he had his full setup from UTI. And we Canada said, you can wipe with that, but it's not good to us here. And he had to go through first to fourth year in Canada in order to be certified again. It wow. was absolutely wow. worthless. So Mike, for instance, if you came up to my town, you wanted to work in the wonderful environment I deal with daily you would be able to write through your first through third year because of your experience, but you'd still have to go through fourth year to take the exam and see whether or not you could be just a journeyman or a red seal journeyman in Canada. Even with senior master technician Ford experience at a Ford dealership, it's, it's like, it's, it's not necessarily a Ford thing. It's just any automotive thing. That's the, the red seal yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. And, yeah. and in, in other parts of our, our country in Ontario, for instance, <laughs> there's, there's even wow. more stringent standards to yearly testing to keep your journeyman certificate. I, but there's also liability directly linked between you and your work orders. So there are a few technicians in jail in Ontario. What? Because they actual performed jail or actual like, jail because oh. they performed an inspection and they didn't 
perform the inspection. And that truck later had a fault in its steering and it crashed. It caused a fatality. The driver of that vehicle and the technicians who signed off on the inspection are in jail because it was proven in court that they actually pencil whipped the inspection for their buddy. Oh, wow. So you're personally linked liably to the vehicles you work on in that province. Yeah, I think we're, we're protected by the dealership. Like, they can't attack us personally for, for things well, in case of, like... My, yeah, but my it sounds tech- like Canada is more interested in protecting their consumers, consumers. of their Which they should be. Repairs. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, it's, so, it's, it's, it's all about... Like being a doctor, but the, for cars. The liability that uh, we just got rid of, he would have been serving life. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple yeah, life sentences. It, and, it, and it falls along with being a responsible human being too. Yeah. Like I can overlook something on a on an inspection like a cracked windshield because man, they could go outside and have the local trucking company break their glass. Yeah. You don't overlook safety things. You don't yeah. pencil whip. You don't do an inspection without putting high, eyes and hands on a vehicle. That's my personal code of of work ethic is you don't pencil whip. You don't ignore important things. Oh, for there's, sure. There's the little piddly things that, you know, you can bypass, but they're not safety. If there's a crack directly in line of sight and the little old lady that's driving it is four foot tall and she's going to be looking straight into this crack and the sun's going to beam into her eyes and she's going to kill a family, I can't pass that. But yeah. on normal occasions, there's little things you can ignore. But if you just pencil whip an inspection and somebody crashes and dies, well, that's definitely on you because you can't say, well, it was good when I looked at it. A light bulb can burn out 10 seconds after you put your eyes on it. Mm-hmm. That's a legitimate thing. You know, it right. was working when I looked at it. That yeah. ball joint did not get 100K worth of wear. No. <laughs> by the time it turned the corner over there. <laughs> yeah. Right. So Makes you have sense. to take personal responsibility and be an honorable person. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. I mean, so it, you, I have a question. So um, can you say that this vehicle didn't pass inspection and then they can't drive it out of there? We do not have that uh, ability in Alberta. So when a vehicle comes in and it's dangerous to be driven, uh, all we can state is that this vehicle is unsafe and the customer has to sign the work order before they leave the shop. And that's okay. the end of our abilities. We, we cannot say you can't drive this or you have to come and get a flat deck. Uh, there have been instances where a vehicle's been disabled in the interests, like where a, a driver comes in completely drunk. And we have to make sure they can't drive the vehicle away. And there's been tactics used to keep a vehicle from driving. But <laughs> in in cases where the person is of sound mind and body, we are not allowed to tell them they can't take their car. We just have to make sure that all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted. And they're, you know, we have a really good team. We service all police vehicles. We service all dot vehicles. We have a pretty good reputation with those people. And there have been times where they have coincidentally met unsafe vehicles not far from the dealership after the fact yeah uh, yeah you know it may be a little birdie told them or something but yo man what bad luck for you yeah it's horrible <laughs> you would have just you know paid to have your piece of shit fixed so that it would be safe on the road next to you and me like exactly <laughs> yeah and as, as a motorcyclist I, I hate to see wheels flopping in and out and death wobble in the pass and yes you know watching somebody <laughs> arm wrestling their jeep down the 101 <laughs> Wow. Sorry. So I, Allie's dying. I, I actually have a question for Norm. And, um, you know, we plug. Norm! Norm! 
Um, we plug his uh, Stovocore underscore metal, metal works, works all the time. But um, I kind of want to know, A, um, he did bring uh, some goodies for the crew in the hey. podcast, which, uh, which hey. we will discuss later. But um, I wanted to kind of learn a little bit of, uh, thank you, Kevin, for displaying those. Um, I wanted to learn a little bit uh, about like the artistry side of what you do with the metal. Like, you know, obviously I understand as a technician and your, you know, attention to detail and finesse and, you know, liking things done a certain way. I, I get that part, but the artistry of the metal work that you do is on a, uh, on a different level. And when we went to uh, Venice beach today, we, we saw that other display and, you know, there was like a lot of cool stuff there, but the stuff that you make is out of this world. I mean, so, so where does the inspiration for that stuff come from? We talked about that a little bit today when we were doing like glass blower things, like, you know, do you draw drawings? Like, tell me how, how the creative process works. Well, basically I do commission work and I do like, I, I do rob some ideas from the internet. I'm not the first person to do this sort of thing. This is not a, an original idea, but I do have my own style and flair that I put to it. You'll notice in, in most of my work, it's done with uh, silicone bronze brazing. So instead of traditional welding, like most of the stuff we saw today was, all was, welded. was not just welded, but MIG welded. So it was, it was a, a gas and wire fed MIG welder. So it's a spattery and, and very messy process where I try to keep my welds clean and polished at, at points. I try to make this a, a, a better joint well, for, like for artistry. Brazing or TIG. Love good joints. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sell the bell. <laughs> ding, ding. So yeah, I, I, I look at things like the bust that I've done was made of uh, around 800 individual nuts. And it was the front half of a lady's torso from <laughs> mid thigh to neck. And uh, I've seen people you do that with, yeah, <laughs> several, several hundred. That was good. The, that was, that, yes. That was yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Thank points. You. Yes, <laughs> points. And and there are people that have sold those for <laughs> hundreds of dollars. And I, I saw them on Etsy and they were made out of uh, used nails. So someone was doing recycled art from a construction yard. And the guy took all the oh. bent nails and he welded the nails together into this bust. And I thought, well, I have a plethora of one-time use hardware that we, <laughs> that, that the warranty uh, room discards. So I take that one-time use hardware home and I, I sold that bust for $800. It was wow. basically $1 per nut in, in the torso that I built. It was about four feet tall. It weighed significant amount. It was a great project and it took a while to do. How long? Uh, that one there was a month of Sundays, literally like, you know, uh, every Sunday for eight hours. Yeah, but that's room. fun. It's like a labor of love. You yeah. enjoy yeah, doing it's, that. It's a hobby. It's yeah. not a job. So yeah. I'm, I'm going in there and that's de-stressing because I, you know, when I build this stuff is over our Canadian winter. So I can't be outside building my Cadillac. I can't be, you know, putting an airbag suspension in out in my yard. So I'm, I'm in my little heated shed and I'm welding things together with lightning and lava. So our Canadian nice. winter. I gotta so love. Tell me more about that Cadillac. Cadillac. Yeah, it's nineteen seventy North Sedan DeVille. Four seventy two oh. with a TH four hundred. It just came. <laughs> yeah. Do oh not come. Giant fucking boat. Oh, I yeah. love it. Custom Sweet. lumpy Iskadarian cam. You're gonna have to show me a picture of that. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll send some pictures for the oh. website. Oh, for sure. Fuck and yeah. uh yeah, so I've got a full custom exhaust, two and a half inch Sanderson headers, and a cutout. So she's lumpy, loud, and obnoxious. And she's I'm gonna about- come. <laughs> I already did. 
Get four corner airbags, nice patina. It's gonna be a great, Beautiful. great Mother ride. God. I'm jealous. Yeah, that's that's an amazing ride. I'm ride loud. Do you well, like me, Jake? <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about the uh, the two wheeled vehicle that you rode down yeah, from Alberta, to Canada ask. to California. There's Southern an Alberta plated motorcycle in yeah. the garage right now. Yeah, our neighbors must have been like, "What, what the, the fuck?" fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a 2006 Triumph Speed Triple, 1050 cc, three cylinder, and uh, I've been building it since 2008. Literally every single nut and bolt has been either changed or altered, uh, apart from the frame. So the frame with the VIN stamp, uh, with our rules up there, cannot be altered. And so that's all that hasn't been altered. Uh, the whole front end is GSXR parts. Uh, the swing arm is from another Triumph model, and it's about six inches longer than stock. It's Only equipped, six inches? Yeah, yeah, six inches extension, so mm, overstock. Oh, oh okay. Uh, it's, it's over average. Yes. It has one of three functioning <laughs> TTS superchargers in North America, the only one in Canada. And I helped uh, assemble the second one in and Washington. Explain what the fuck that is. Yeah. So hold on. You you. So yeah, I, I think well. that you glossed over the word supercharger so fast that nobody understands that this is a forced induction motorcycle that you're riding. Yes. Yes. This is a uh, 14 to one planetary drive belt Shit. belt driven supercharger with an intercooler. It makes about 10 psi and has been dynoed at. Uh, the best dyno shop in Washington at 190 horsepower and 135 foot pounds at the wheel, which oh, is so not too fast. That's insane for How a much motorcycle. Does it weigh? <laughs> uh, without me on it, it's about 450 pounds. Wow! <laughs> without me on it, so it's a missile. Yeah, it is. It is a rocket absolute ship. rocket ship. Yeah, and the the, the supercharger delivers unbelievably smooth power band there's no jerkiness there's no uh no weirdness in how the power comes on it's just a straight torque is is at its maximum at about 2000 rpm and it's a plateau all the way to red line and the horsepower is just a beautiful smooth curve all the way to the red how fast have you been on it uh well i don't have my conversion chart here but the fastest uh tell us in kilograms when i when i went to mexico i was on a close course in mexico and i did about 245 kilometers an hour somebody looked that up that's, Hurry pretty, up. that's pretty quick that's my, like my luggage five maybe no no say that again 245 kilometers 245 i i don't know that's it's 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 not it's a slippery fast. vehicle. 152 so, miles per hour. Oh, that's not Damn. so bad. That's yeah, not so bad. Yeah. You have to understand that this is a naked sport bike. This is not an aerodynamic vehicle. Yeah, there's not really very like much it's, fairing on there's, it. There's, or no, there's fairing. no windshield. There's yeah. nothing. No yeah. fairing. No windshield. My fat ass on it. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 a it's a rocket. It it does everything I ask of it, and it's over fifty thousand kilometers on it now. Forty five of that have been supercharged. Like it's lived its whole life on boost, and it's yes. just oil changes and maintenance. People listen yes. closely. Do your maintenance. Everything will live forever. Listen very closely. And you're down here, not just to, you know hang out with me and be on the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you're uh, you're down here to uh, do a, a stunt riding class, right? Yeah, there's the Wheelie University in Barona is one of the reasons I'm in this neck of the woods at this particular time. So I'm going to learn how to do wheelies safely and improperly on a company that uses Triumph Speed Triples of the 05 to 07 generation as their bike of the school. Perfect. And uh, the guy's an absolute genius. Anyone who's looking to ride safely and learn to do these things on a closed course, I highly recommend it. 
<laughs> I kind of wish that I could go out there and go do that as well. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah! Well, who's, uh, who's oh, counting beans oh, wait. here? Wait, 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 wait. I have a question for Norm. Yeah. What is it? What was the first car that you ever bought yourself, Norm? Are you trying to hack some of my passwords? Is this a Facebook questionnaire? <laughs> <laughs> well, the no, first... but now that I'm sensitive to that information, I, <laughs> I might try. <laughs> the first car I ever had purchased with my own money, which I desperately regret ever getting rid of, is a 1978 Datsun 510 station wagon. Uh, the car was yes. five-speed manual swapped, and it was an, the 510 was a brilliant car from Datsun. And oh, those were great. I miss that car so much. You brought up a very painful memory. Mm, thanks a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's a tissue. <laughs> yeah. Mike, what's yours? My first car? Ever bought. With your own money. Um, no help. The Mustang. The Mustang. Because uh, my parents what's got the me Mustang? the truck, but I fixed everything else. So what was the Mustang? Mustang? Oh, uh, it was the uh, 2000 uh, V6 Mustang that I turned into the V6 GT Cobra. <laughs> that was effectively known <laughs> as. <laughs> nice. Eric, does financing count? Sure. Okay. <laughs> A 2007 Toyota Corolla. Fuck yeah, bud. <laughs> it was a sport. It was a sport. But what oh, color was oh, it? Oh, but what color was gray. it? It was blue. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> was the clear coat still on it when you got it? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I bought it brand new. Oh. And uh, it, oh. Got, it got repossessed. But, <laughs> oh, did it? But it did. But it, I okay. Where's the sad trombone? What, hey, what, what episode were you on? It, it technically <laughs> was my fault. It was my fault, but it wasn't. I had a friend take over payments, and he didn't make the payments. Fucked up. And he also moved from his apartment complex and supposedly, quote unquote, lost the keys and didn't tell me anything, uh-huh. even though I had a spare set, and it got towed from the apartment complex and repoed. So. Yeah. So, Allie, your car? Was a 92 beige Nissan Altima annual transmission. And that's the first car you purchased? Yes. Okay. Jacob, I believe it's a Mazda. It was $200 Mazda. from my mom's friend. Oh, that's a lie. I didn't purchase that vehicle. Okay. My parents <laughs> gave that to me. I had a stanza. It was a... Wow, that's also, a Nissan, people. Jesus. It was also a Nissan, George and it was Costanza. from the, the late 80s. It was older than I was, and it had 30,000 miles on it. Wow. And I got this in, like, 2000. Someone's grandma died, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a friend of ours who only drove it to the, like, grocery store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it had the, the seatbelt that, like. Retracts. Yeah. Yeah, my grandma's got a 97 Camry, like fully loaded leather, all that shit. It's got 40,000 miles on it. Jesus. I'm like, I'm chomping at at the bit on that shit. I'm like, the minute she can't drive anymore, I'm fucking swooping. Fuck yeah. (laughs) What about you, Jacob? That vehicle got totaled in front of my work in the auto mall. Jeez. And, it, and I only had liability. It was only worth like $200. Wow. So You should have insured it as like a classic vehicle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's like pre-76 only. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Jacob? This close. 
Uh, mine was a 2005 Turbo Hyundai Tiburon. That's what it was, That's a Tiburon. Right, a Tiburon. I was picturing an RX-7. No, I, I or an RX-8. Yep, 2005 Tiburon, man. I love that fucking car. RX-8, the worst getaway car ever. <laughs> yeah. Wolverine had I turned, one. I turned it back on and off too soon, was, and now uh, it's flooded. <laughs> My Apex deals are fucked. He drove it, but it was Cyclops' car. What about you, Mr. Waters? The first car I actually purchased with my own money that wasn't from an an insurance check (laughs) from a 50-50 split with my parents uh, was, yeah, probably the Audi. Yeah. <laughs> Audi RS4. Audi RS4. Yeah. Wow. You had an RS4. Oh, it wasn't, like it wasn't just like any RS4. Was it, was it a wagon? This is an 87 Honda. No, How it wasn't dare a wagon. you? <laughs> what no, year? Uh, 2008. Oh. It was supercharged. Beautiful. It was fucking sick. Fucking APR it. stage three, right? Yeah. yeah. That's sexy. Yeah. Bunch of Miltech exhaust, high flow cats, custom stereo, HRE wheels. Just Who's telling the story, Mike or Kevin? No, yeah. I love that car. I'm mm-hmm. really sad, but it's not your car. I'm so sad that it's gone. Yeah, I've... it was a beautiful car. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Sold or gone? Rest in peace Sold. to all of our vehicles. Yeah. Pour, pour some out for our vehicles. I'm pretty sure that Volkswagen is dead, though. Oh, dude, I gave. Dude, I sold it to a kid. Oh man, so I sold this like magazine Volkswagen Golf. Motor swap, trans swap, the whole thing. Fucking HREs. It had the Cayenne brakes in it. Like, it was sick. Um, and I sold it to a kid who showed up and didn't know how to drive stick. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> fucking kidding me. And you give him, like, this, like, you know, small go-kart race car thing. And it's like, it, I'm gonna d- make it sure didn't have ABS. Clears. It didn't have traction control. Like, every time you turned it on, five lights came on on the dash. It was just like, this shit's not there. Like, <laughs> that's that's the car that tried to kill me at least twice. Yeah, at yeah, least twice. Yeah. I think it was three times. Yeah. Did you possibly contribute to vehicular manslaughter at some point? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. I have advised him not to answer that. Allegedly, deniable yeah. plausibility. So the, the check you know. cleared before he got around. So the in Minecraft, I sold this Volkswagen to a kid. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need some edits on this. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I had I had kind of wanted to touch on the uh, point of bean counters. Um, you know, we all know what that trying to touch those beans. We all we all know what that means. You flick them. right bean counters. So it's like the flick people the people behind oh, the, the scenes. Crack it. <laughs> what? Oh my bean! Said that you crack the bean or something when we were talking about Eric, the you're a bean cracker. I have no idea what she's talking about. Okay. No. Oh my god! No. You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't Gina? know. No, no. no crazy. Sorry, you're on your own. Carry on, Mike. Anywho, <laughs> hey, what's that over there? Distraction. <laughs> sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> no. Um. So the, like the bean counters in the sense that I'm talking about Love are you. the people that are behind the scenes that um you know you're trying to make the shop work, but all they're looking at is raw numbers and they don't understand what those numbers actually mean or how the numbers correspond with what occurs in the shop. And if they would stop taking things away from things that might benefit the shop or the sales department and the parts department or whatever, that maybe those numbers would improve, but yet they just trying to keep cutting the things that aren't producing things, but the things that are necessary. So we all, I mean, Eric, 
Norm, you guys know what, what I'm talking God's about. What in God's holy the name are you blathering about? Thank you, Kevin. You don't know what I'm talking about? We, 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 we call them bean counters. They're not bean counters. It's the accountants and like all the people that are like in charge of numbers and, and efficiencies and things right. like that. I, and they I don't need understand. an expensive piece of equipment to complete a job properly and safely, but that piece of equipment is expensive. So they'll give you something cheap, which is actually even less safe to use. And they'll be like, well, we got you the thing you wanted. We just got it from the... Uh, Alibaba catalog instead of the Snap-on catalog. <laughs> well, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Hashtag Tripling. And Mike, you're talking about tripping over a dollar to pick up a dime. Yeah, I mean. Or even throwing away a dollar. Like closing the door. Like closing the door after the horse gets out. You know, we, we could have saved $10,000 by buying... That must be a Canadian expression. That totally is. A $1,000 piece of equipment. I can't believe you haven't heard that before. No, I haven't. You, I slammed it. You should close the door after the horse gets out. Like, the horses are gone, but we should close the door. Oh, I, I If you close the door before the horse left, you yeah, would have solved the whole too, problem. I, I've never oh, heard that before. I understand it. <laughs> what is going on in here? I think it's hindsight is twenty twenty. Is yes. that version? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's the American version, I think. Oh, yeah, it's because of the healthcare <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> How many bald eagle? How many bald eagles to beavers? <laughs> right now, you get a thirty percent discount on the entire country. Thirty-two <laughs> percent. The last time I looked at the exchange rate. Jesus. Anyhow, yeah, like the the people that'll that'll make your life harder just to save a few dollars, and then when something comes crashing down, and it costs them a big bill, and you can stand there and say, "Well, I asked for something that would have prevented this." Why are we here when we could have prevented this? Well, you know, so so we're trying to increase revenue in the shop, right? And the way to do that is to bring in more vehicles. But how do you do that? You have the support staff to be able to support that, you know, influx of more vehicles in, in the shop. But instead, we're trying to bring in more vehicles, but we don't have a greeter. We don't have enough porters. We don't have enough shuttle, you know, enough shuttle drivers. We don't have enough lubies. We don't have enough international phones. So I mean, we don't have enough intelligent advisors, somebody who can ask questions and get the correct answers on paper. So the, the technician, sorry, Jacob, ups on vehicles. Yeah. How Jacob. dare you? Yeah. How dare you? You incompetent fuck. <laughs> if, if we don't get the concern written down on paper correctly, we can't fix anything. Yeah. Rattle in yep. front end over bumps. Well. Dang, that's that's outstanding. Is it first thing in the morning? Is it turning? Is transmission it shifts hard? Cold? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, if, if you ask me, right parking lot hard. speeds. Yeah. Hitting the Car brakes. Hard. <laughs> yeah. Car no go. Um. So, uh, <clears throat> I guess you want to do uh, one story right now. We'll see where that takes us. Yeah, sure. We could probably talk about that uh, 2022 Bronco that I had to deal with uh, a couple weeks back. You want to talk about it? Yeah, we can talk about it. (laughs) 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 All right. So, yeah, this happened uh, three or four weeks ago. Had a, uh, turns out to be a gentleman uh, come into the shop. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, can we rewind a little bit? What what do you mean mean, turns out to be a gentleman? There there may have been some ambiguity as to the uh, declared or assessed gender of the owner of the vehicle. Oh, so like a Pat. Have your balls a tug tit fucker? Yes, yes, it was Pat. Yeah. Uh, Pat brought their 2022 (laughs) Bronco. (laughs) He knows. (laughs) 
in, into the dealership for a wind noise. And of course I pulled the ticket and I raid, you know, 2022 Bronco for uh, for a wind noise. So I poked my head outside, take a look, see that it's a soft top model, which made me rejoice uh, right to my core. Mm-hmm. And uh, I quickly did an Oasis check while I gathered Wait, up my... Wait, do those make noise? Yeah, <laughs> apparently soft tops are windy. Oh, shit. Wait, like yeah. a Jeep or something like that? That's yeah. Weird. Yes. Huh. yeah. They don't put them together very well when Does they're the oil rushed get hot? with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I proceed to see that this here Jeep, or Jeep. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, Bronco, Bronco right, no Nation more, is, no is you. really triggered. <laughs> same, same, but different. Yeah. The, uh, the Broncos got the top down. So I, I log into the RO and proceed to start putting the top up when the owner approached me and started reaming me out for touching their brand new Bronco. I said, oh, I'm, I'm the technician assigned to assess the, the wind noise on this. So I'm just putting the top up so I can use my tools to figure out where your wind noise is coming from. And this person berates me for, you know, what, how are you going to find the wind noise with the top up, genius? No, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, so, I'm uh, kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus is um, on the chat. <laughs> yeah. So so I asked Pat to, to hang out in the parking lot for a couple of minutes while I grab a few more things. I was missing some stuff, so I had to leave. And uh, what I went and searched for was my will to live. And I, I went straight through the shop and hopped into a, you to another find vehicle. It, right? No, no, I, I went to Subway. They hadn't seen it. I grabbed a sandwich <laughs> and, uh, and I, had a, I had a really nice melt. And I came back to the shop and to find Pat and, and my service manager in the parking lot talking. Uh, my manager tried to berate me a little bit for my absence, leaving the customer standing in our sweltering 22 degree C uh, temperatures, which is astonishingly hot for my part of the uh, country. Multiply it by 1.8 and add 32. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he tried to give me a little bit of crap about you know, giving the customer a, a slice of attitude about their, their problem. And I proceeded to inform him that the concern that was written down was a top down wind noise concern. And that was beyond my assistance <laughs> to do anything for it. Jesus. So the, the manager did the manager thing and hopped in the vehicle and then hopped into one of our own soft top Broncos. Uh, when they returned the manager and the customer with a uh, decibel reading app oh they, those are reliable oh and my, accurate. my watch does that yeah oh yeah my God. so the customer was going through with my manager to say hey we need to hop into my truck because i think my truck's louder with the top down go fuck yourself <laughs> those are words yeah we were getting a sob story about how they bought the vehicle without a test drive sight unseen they <laughs> bid on it that? yeah they bid on it at another dealer they paid 15,000 over MSRP because they wanted to have this vehicle and they were on their way home and they noticed sometimes this terrible wind noise with the so, top down, with the top down purchased at another dealer for over MSRP. And they were experiencing a case of buyer's remorse, I suppose. Yeah, I would, I would say, yeah. So that, just, that person got sent on their way. But the great part of that whole story is the service advisor closed the ticket as an NPF. No problem found. Oh. So instead of burning the ticket, because I didn't have any legit time in it, there was nothing to pay me for because I didn't, I was only punched in for a brief moment before I bounced for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the service advisor wanted a closed RO on their, on their system. They needed to close the RO because every RO closed is part of their bonus. Right. And he closed this 2022 Bronco 
wind noise concern as an NPF, which will immediately generate a survey to this customer who was told to... Uh, Go fuck. Yeah, yeah, they were told to fornicate with their chapeau. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they went on their way unhappy. So that service advisor is probably going to lose his bonus for quite some time after that zero-star survey rolls out. That's God, I can't yeah. have people. Really good times. Like they, I used to have faith in the human race, and I still, I still, you know, meet people and love people. But customers are the worst. Yeah, I mean that's 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 got to be one of those things where you had to have known that driving with a top down on any vehicle, there is going to be noise. Like, is that your first time in a convertible or a T top or anything like well, that? Well, and even a normal convertible, you get normal convertible noises. But that that four door Bronco has got rails and speakers and there's all coins of places all coins for, for <laughs> that was a canadian to, accent by the way out <laughs> there, there's all, all sorts of places for wind to whistle through and you, you have to but you have to understand like the air quotes for the camera common sense common sense is gone it's that's superpower yeah that yeah. Is, that is As insane. I always say, you guys, what do I always say about common sense? Man, not, nothing is fucked here. Nothing is fucked. It's not that common. Yeah. Yep. Common uh, sense is not always common. The main wind noise blows the air passing through his ears and into the empty cavity he calls a skull. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried plugging your nose? Shit. <laughs> we sell these earplugs. <laughs> they're, they're shaped like little Broncos. Wow. They're shaped like little Broncos. Well, and like wind noise, like when we had the have the Miata soft tops and stuff, MX fives, that 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 could potentially be a lot of money and sometimes covered under warranty depending on what's going on. Oh so, yeah, I'm I'm not deriding wind noises in general, but I'm deriding stupid wind noises. Yeah, like if, if you're gonna tell me right. if it's a wind noise with the top down. I put yes, my windows course. down right. and I hear a lot of wind. wind. Like, get the fuck out but of here. But my wind deflectors are installed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I get wet when I'm out in the rain. Help me. Yeah. yeah. Mother of God. And then there's there's the fitment issues we've all seen on the half times. Yeah. You know, someone right. comes up and they're looking along the side of their vehicle and the door's popped out a little bit. And I say, you know, first of all, you I, I agree. You, you have a concern. But... Do you have a concern inside the vehicle? But did you die? Yeah, well, when you're driving, do you hear a wind noise associated with that loose panel? No. If I fix this, you will. Oh, yeah, because you've now changed the <laughs> way everything We're going to change how everything yeah. fits. So you have to decide if you want a slightly misaligned panel or a wind noise. And you don't yep. get to have both. both. <laughs> Want to bet? I paid 80 grand for this piece of shit. Yeah, better that's fix what she it. said. I didn't build it, I didn't buy it, I didn't break it, and it's not my problem unless I can find something to fix that doesn't create another problem. End of the story. There you go. Yep. Yeah. That's it. What's this about a supporter? Oh, um... An athletic supporter? No, supporter actually... Films? Um, it's called a jockstrap. I, I do want to thank... Um, we did get a new monthly supporter for the podcast uh, on Anchor.fm. Um, I do want to thank uh, Drew Juanillo. <laughs> Um, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Drew. Us, uh, thank you, Drew. Thank you, Drew. Gonna, you. You're the real MVP. We're going to send you some goodies. Yeah, contact us at <laughs> customerstatespodcast gmail uh, at gmail.com and we'll send you some good stuff. Please. Allie will send, Allie will send you a foot pic. I was just, you beat me to it. I was going to say <laughs> Kevin was going to send him a foot pic. Those are words. <laughs> of Allie's foot. 
<laughs> People want to see your feet, Allie. And uh, and speaking of support, uh, the people who are watching the YouTube channel see the T-shirt I'm wearing right now. It asks a very important question about where the bodies are, Garth. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to another podcast at YMH Studios, uh, where they are working. Yeah, they're working very hard at uh, YMH.studios. Oh, now I screwed up the website, but people will find it. Uh, they're trying very hard to find out where the bodies are buried. Everybody has got. Garth has got so many victims, and the Garth people. Brooks. Yes. Oh, yes. oh fuck yeah! Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. And so I know all about creepy ass Garth Brooks. So I too am YMH subscriber. So if you want to touch my camera through the fence, you'll be able to go to <laughs> YMH Studios and uh, help them support the effort to find all of Garth's victim victims. So uh, I just wanted to put that shout out out there. I want all the mommies to uh, come on over to to Customer States Podcast. I think you'll enjoy both of these, uh, the, the uniting of this this podcast community. Very nice. All right. Yes. <laughs> if Mike would let us have more fun. Yeah, that okay, would be nice. Tom Segura, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yes, Tommy oh, yeah. Buns and his, his uh, beautiful wife, Christine, are heading up the efforts with... Uh, Tommy Jeans. <laughs> yeah, with Nadav and Annie to find the, uh, to find the bodies. <laughs> so we I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Where are the bodies, Garth? It's, Where are the yeah, bodies? I'm sure there are a lot of people I'll who don't know what you guys later. are talking What's about. What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> you got another story for us, right? Well, we could talk about it, yeah. I mean, we've all had toxic co-workers. We've always had... Uh, people that are that bring the whole shop down people that you basically by their existence are stealing their wage from the company you ever uh, you ever know anybody like that i i, I might have yes. known a couple people like that I, I might know someone in their name that i won't say that we may have edited out of the podcast before Jacob Jesus Christ! That was a weird funny sound. That, that was no. That was very very. Give your balls that a tug, tit fucker. Because I got Jake hired, basically. <laughs> well, if he would stop stealing Kleenex and napkins from the break room, then you know we'd be okay. <laughs> don't, forget, don't forget the lubriderm. <laughs> yeah. Is it stealing if you're using it in there? <laughs> That's a over hours. usage. <laughs> All right. So uh, this this story starts several years back when uh, we hired somebody to manage our newly minted quick lane because, of course, we never had one until we were sold one. And uh, that person came along with a uh, a spouse that was probably the second worst person I've ever known. And you know, I know of Hitler. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> so uh, this Bad. this person became one of our detail department, and they smoked about every six minutes for about ten minutes Jesus. all day, every day. Wait, the and devil's lettuce? No, 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 no. Just just nicotine. Just okay. basically an hourly employee that would take uh, out of a normal day a legit four hours of breaks. So. And and every time they go for a break, like some smokers, they tag along with, they they drag all the other smokers with them. So their their yeah. mere existence brought a uh, a lack of efficiency to the entire shop. And so then they were a part time employee. They were a part time employee, part-time. married to an important person in another department. So they were basically untouchable for a time. And uh, but through this, they become aware that they were untouchable. 
Oh, that's the best kind of sentient. Yeah. So once they are realizing that they can't be fired, they start taking more and more advantage and start taking more and more liberties with the people and the items around them. So uh, this person started to get on my nerves because they started to make my life tough through the way our shop is laid out. The detail department can interfere with where I have to be moving my vehicles in and out of the flow of traffic, the flow of traffic. Right. So they would, in order to look busy, because our shop has cameras in it (laughs) from, from all angles in order to look busy, they would be constantly moving cars back and forth in and out while actually not doing any work on them at all. In this process, I became aggravated and I started because of the, the, uh, dealer system we were using at the time, I could log them in and out of their time clock. I could punch them in and out. So in order yeah. to just make an actual recording of their time spent in the shop, that would be time stamped with our video surveillance. I would punch her out every time she went out for a smoke and punch her back in when she would come in to air quotes work. <laughs> and after that pay period, when she received $32 and 71 cents for her paycheck, they caught on to what was going on. Uh, and I was brought in and I was, I was giving a stern, that's not cool. And, uh, I said, well, but do you see, you know, everybody doesn't like this person. Do you see, <laughs> do you see what's happening? Do you understand? Like this, this is a problem for the entire working area. I'm just bringing it to your attention because you wouldn't listen. So I had to do something that was going to be brought to your attention in another way. This was the next level of escalation for someone who is stroking checks out to this basic thief to, you know, look, we need different employees. We need to take action against this person who's stealing money from the company. You know, you get after me for not selling a single bolt on an RO that causes it to get bounced. That whole RO is just half a month's wage for this person. You're paying to do nothing but aggravate the people who are producing for you. Right, right, right. So you get this this weird effect where their existence, so if I want the doors open, for instance, for airflow because I've got a stinky job or something's got burnt coolant, I need airflow so nobody gets sick inside. Oh, but she's chilly, so she'll go and close the door and then hit the breaker so that you can't actually even get in and out of the shop. Someone's trying to get in and the breaker's turned off. What? Yeah. Yeah, and then after you discover that's what they're up to, then she would lock the panel. She found the key to the breaker panel. She would turn it off and lock the panel. So it just became this escalating aggravation where every day seeing the person would just cause, you know, oh, now again. That that would frustrate the hell out of me. Yeah, and eventually her husband got fired because he was getting too big for his britches too. He realized that he was able to take advantage and they decided to punt him but they left her in place where she got even worse, believe it or not. So eventually we, you know, we did some digging and found some personal information. And it turns out in a rare instance in Canada that uh, her son was shot by police in a drug bust, uh, high risk takedown. The SWAT team killed him and two prostitutes in his truck in a parking lot. <laughs> and it was uh, filmed and put on the news. That video may have been edited into a uh, loop with a Metallica song whose refrain is shoot me again, I'm not dead yet, and played on a television in the shop for, for about a week before she quit. Oh, my. But we don't know why she quit. 
No, no, no. But we did get a mysterious call to OSHA after she left about uh, potentially <laughs> bullying and unsafe equipment, which caused an actual improvement of, of things in the shop. A lot of our unsafe equipment was replaced and... Nice. It, she did a good thing wow. for us by calling yeah. them. So Thank you. We got rid of some toxic people and we got, got some new equipment <laughs> out of it. <laughs> and it's it's just everybody knows that working with that toxic person who's untouchable, the people that are putting blinders on to seeing the gross effect that, that these people are having on the environment. And then everybody afterwards, it was like a weight was lifted off the entire shop after they were gone. It was like a fresh breeze. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's rough having somebody like that in the shop. Yeah. Um, so before we go to break, I wanted to go to break. Go to Michael. What the hell? Yeah, maybe. Um, so uh, Norm, thank you, Kevin. Norm actually came down uh, on his motorcycle with some gifts for the four of us guys. Um, the gifts, oh. I can't see it though. Yeah, Kevin, turn the Kevin, turn the computer around. So, so you can see the gift. The the spiders are for those two. The octopus is for Mike because he's the guy always reaching into the many reaches of the dealership. <laughs> nice. And of course, then I brought a rooster, otherwise known as a nice. cock. <laughs> so this I brought is, uh, this. You, Jake and Allie. Yeah, one of those is raising its front legs in a. Uh, a stance saying that's not warranty, and the other one has fangs, <laughs> just like the uh, service advisor sink them into the customer. sinking it into that unruly right. customer. Here's for Eric. It's, oh, a, nice. it's a giant cock. You got you to show. Cock? You got to show the people on YouTube the detail on this thing is incredible. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Thank Absolutely you. Absolutely amazing. The, the rooster's made out of a couple of nuts and some chain links, and nice. uh, the the octopus is made out of. Uh, turbo bushings and 10R140 bearing, uh, roller bearings, as are the spiders. So, so Eric got a cock made out of nuts? Yes. 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 Amazing. Amazing. And again, you guys can find Thank all the stuff. At, yeah, there's pictures up on the Instagram at Stovacor Metalworks. Metalworks. Can I spell that out? S-T-O-V-O-R-K-O-R. You, you messed up. I messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, let's <that's, laughs> yeah. start that over. How do you want to spell that? S T O V O K O R underscore M E T A L W O R K S. Stovacore Metalworks. <laughs> and that's on Instagram. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming down. We appreciate it. Yeah, you didn't have to come well, back this way, dude. We could do this over the internet. Yeah, we're, we'll probably try and drop in on one or two now. <laughs> Better. Awesome. I'm so sorry I didn't get to meet you in person. Oh. COVID. Next time. <laughs> Next there will time. be another one. Or, uh, sure. or maybe yeah. we'll come up to Canada yeah. and see you normal. There Canada. you go. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing, spraying us with Justice Brothers products. Nick, Nick Lowridge. Nick Lowridge from Echo Tools. Nope, I said it first, Michael. Fuck yes, you. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop, supplying us delicious tacos and creamy guac Dale <laughs> Follett from Twisted Bills LLC TwistedBills.com go check out Love his you. stuff he does amazing and wild different things Love you and of course the infamous Norman Glazier thank you very much for being in studio with us Love you we love you all very love you. much. Love you. Love you. You yes, can find us. Love you so much. We have a uh, email, customerstatespodcast at gmail.com. We have a website, customerstatespodcast.com, where you can find merchandise. You can find information about merchandise, us. Merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. Merchandising, merchandising. Hats, shirts, hoodies, 
Hashtag sell the bell, stickers. Anybody that buys anything gets business cards and stickers. And a free BJ. Free BJ. Oh, hello. That's me. I'm stepping up to the plate. (laughs) From Eric. Indeed. You can uh, find us on Instagram and Twitter at customer underscore states. Um, And I think that's pretty much it for all the socials. Oh, anchor.fm, search customer states. You know where to find us on all the streaming stuffs. And with that, we say goodbye. Love you. Fuck off, salesman. (laughs) Love you all. Love you. Love you. Love you. God damn it. Love you. Love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.